Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by the Light Path Collective's very own Alana Klaassen. Alana is a fully qualified clinical hypnotherapist who also works very intuitively to guide you on your healing journey. The essence of her work is to help her clients get beyond the presenting problem and uncover the reincurring patterns, the wounds and the beliefs that are holding them back from living the life that they truly want. In this episode, Alana breaks down some of the common misconceptions about hypnosis and talks us through the process of this deeply powerful healing modality. Her wisdom and her graceful nature shines through, and I'm sure after listening to Alana, you will see just how this wonderful way of working can have such a positive and impactful effect on your life. Welcome, Alana. It is so lovely to have you here, finally introducing you on the podcast to our community. I know. Hello, hello, and thank you so much for having me. I'm sure you've seen Alana showing up on our socials and sharing little bits of her wisdom around the modality of hypnosis. But today, I hope that this serves as a really comforting deep dive into this healing modality that, to be honest, before I started working with you, I didn't know much about myself, but now I'm just, you know, absolutely hooked. So I can't wait for people to get to know you, but more, you know, and more importantly, get to know about hypnosis. So before we kick it off to get to know you a little bit better, um, what is your favorite quote? Well, I have a lot of favorite quotes, but um, one of my favorites, which is by Carl Jung and is very relevant to what we're talking about here today is until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. And I absolutely love this quote because I think it really speaks to the fact that we have so much going on under the surface. You know, um, we are so heavily dictated by our subconscious programming, the belief systems that we have, the thought patterns that we have. And if we're not aware of these things, we tend to think that it's the external world that is creating them and that we're sort of a victim to our external circumstances. But, um, you know, once you understand how the unconscious works, you realise that it's really you all along. You know, you are the one who's attracting these things. You are the one who's creating these things. And it's just so empowering when you understand that. Oh, and I love that you use the word empowering because that's so true. I think people are sometimes scared to take responsibility for themselves, but until you do, you're like a leaf in the wind. Like you say, oh, this is happening to me. And it's like, oh, actually, it's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, your your point of power is always your own um, responsibility. You know, it's 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 always if the external world happens and and, yes, other people are responsible for what they do and their own behavior. But in terms of your growth and your healing, it's always, you know, turning the mirror back on you. How can I grow from this? How can I learn from this? How, what's my part in this? How am I creating this? And so that's always where I'm coming from when I'm working with people. What's your role? How can you change this? 
Uh, amazing. So tell us, like, how does hypnosis do this and how does it work uh, in terms of shifting that subconscious and making it conscious? So, I mean, I guess a little bit of background, firstly, you know, you have a conscious mind, which is your thinking analytical brain, um, and then you have a subconscious mind, which is the programmed mind or the habit mind. And this is really the seat of your, your beliefs, you know, your belief systems, your thought patterns, your, um, a lot of your automatic behaviors. And the, the conscious mind you can change by doing things like, you know, if you're reading a book or listening to a podcast or um, taking a course, that's how the conscious mind learns and grows. But the subconscious mind is totally different. Um, we, we form our subconscious programs from a really young age. So from the ages of really zero to seven is when we are just like sponges, you know, we're taking on um, so many beliefs and impressions from the world. And, you know, this is when we're, we're formulating our view of who, who we are and how we fit in. And unfortunately, a lot of the programs that we pick up are disempowering or, or negative. But as we grow, we're still operating from this really early, um, early subconscious programming that we receive when we're children. So if we don't become aware of that, it's still kind of operating in the background. And the question then is, well, how do you change those subconscious programs? You know, how do you get deep enough that you're actually aware of the programs that you're running and that you can actually change them? And that's one of the great things about hypnosis, because we're able to access a deeper part of you, um, access that part of you which which is subconscious and which is the seat of your beliefs and your memories. So that's really the benefit of it, I think, compared to um, other healing modalities. It's just that ability to go that bit deeper. So if you were to say what the so what hypnosis actually does, how would you define it then? Is it just that tapping into that subconscious? So what happens is that you you are guided into a state of deep relaxation and internal focus. And when you're in that state, your brainwaves actually change. So you're not in that um, beta brainwave state where you're really analytical and you're thinking. You're actually dropping down into the alpha brainwave state or even the theta brainwave state. And in that state, you're far more open to suggestion. So you're able to see things from a different perspective. Um, you, you are able to let go of things that you previously may not have been able to let go of. You know, so, so much of the way that we get ourselves in trouble is it's the stories that we tell ourselves about the things that happen to us, you know, not necessarily the thing that actually happens, but the stories that we tell ourselves. And sometimes we're just too focused um, in our own thoughts. We don't have any perspective. And so when you're guided into this um, hypnotic state, you're just far more open to seeing things clearly, seeing things differently and shifting your perspective. And so that's what a good hypnotherapist is trying to do, is trying to see the ways that you are getting yourself stuck by thinking about things in a particular way and then finding a way to shift that perspective. You know, what are the things that I can say to you that where you are particularly stuck that are going to just help you shift out of that? So that's really what we're doing in the hypnosis part 
of the session. So I just want to contrast that immediately with what hypnosis isn't because Mm -hmm. I had a preconceived idea of what hypnosis was before we talked. So what is it not? Well, it's not getting you to cluck around like a chicken and, you know, do do ridiculous things, which is what, what people often have this idea of hypnosis being, you know, hypnosis unfortunately has a little bit of a reputation problem thanks to a lot of TV shows and movies that portray it as something which it, you know, really isn't. And particularly in a therapeutic context, um, people often have this fear that they're somehow going to be out of control or that the, the therapist is going to be able to make them do something that they don't want to do or to believe something that they don't want to believe. So there can be this fear of, of letting go and of just, you know, trusting the process. Um, but when you understand that, you know, hypnosis for a therapeutic purpose, it's not trying to control you. It's not, it's not going to, you're not going to black out and go, you know, be, be out of control. It's it's a very gentle, um, safe modality, and obviously you need to do it with someone who you trust and someone who's qualified to do it properly. But so much of what people are afraid about of hypnosis is just not true. It's so ironic when you said that because all I was thinking was people are afraid that they're going to be, um, you know, out of control or they're going to be, you know, programmed with something that they don't want to think about, even though they're coming to a hypnosis session to reprogram their brain in a way to think differently because whatever they're doing isn't serving them. Exactly. And, you know, we're being programmed all the time. I mean, that's what people Mm. don't really necessarily understand that from the time we're born, we're being programmed. And, you know, what we, what we do in hypnosis is we're taking the power back. So you are deciding which programs you take on and which ones you let go of. And I think you can't do that unless you have an awareness of what those programs are and how they're disempowering you. So a big part of what I do as well, and I do it with almost every client is being able to create some space between you and your thoughts. If you're fully identified with your thoughts, it's really difficult to, um, to extract the stories that you're telling yourself. You need to be able to watch what your mind is telling you. And, you know, in hypnosis, we can work with mechanisms for you to better choose which thoughts you pay attention to and which thoughts you let go of. Because for me, you know, personally, that was one of the biggest game changers for me. When I really realized and began to practice the idea that you don't need to believe every thought that enters your mind. Most of the thoughts we think are garbage. Most of the thoughts we think are programmed from, you know, limiting belief systems that we've taken on board. So the more aware you are of what you're thinking, the more able you are to to challenge it and to not get flustered by it to not go down those rabbit holes you know the spiral that takes you to that place that you don't want to go the more self-aware you are and the more conscious you are the sooner you can catch yourself when you start going down that that rabbit hole Um, and it's something that hypnosis can really help with because you are guided by the therapist into that state where you are you are watching your thoughts you're not so entangled by them you know so I think for me, that's that's a really big part of of you know, one of the benefits of hypnosis. It, 
it's yeah. it's so isn't that the goal you know of meditation or self-reflection and you've just triggered a memory in me um when I first started on my I guess spiritual path one of the first teachers well the first teacher that I dove into was Wayne Dyer and he was always going on about thoughts and how you are not your thoughts control your thoughts and it just seemed like a really insurmountable um uh, I guess task for me because it's like but if I okay so I'm not my thoughts I'm not my thoughts but then that's a thought and then it was just so hard and it wasn't until I was able to work from these brain states that you're talking about um the alpha and the theta where you can just create some space for these thoughts to exist yet not completely control overtake or possess you almost knowing that your perception is so narrow as opposed to the truth Right, right, you know, and there are so many times that we only later realise that what we were thinking was complete garbage. Um, but I think it's important to remember that working with your your thought patterns is, is a practice yeah. and too often people will want a quick fix, you know, um, that just, just shift me, change me. They want the big, massive epiphany, revelation that just changes things for good. And yeah, sometimes people do have those those massive shifts and they're like never the same again. But more often than not, it's it's a process. And I definitely think with that that concept of watching your thoughts and you know questioning your thoughts and being discerning about which thoughts you pay attention to and which ones you let go of, it is a practice and it's not easy, you know, and particularly when emotions get involved. I mean, I think there are some areas where it's where it's easier to watch your thoughts because you're actually not that emotionally invested in it anyway you didn't really care that much so those things you can let go of but then you know the ones that really hook us in where we are emotionally invested and we're triggered and you know brings up all the stuff from our past that's really when the rubber meets the road in terms of you know have you progressed in this or not um I think we should do a whole episode on that like we should just do a whole episode on how thoughts and emotions are linked and how we can really simple hypnosis tools to help us in those moments because just yesterday I was speaking to a friend who is highly attuned and highly self-aware yet one little observation sent her day into a spiral and she's like I'm spiraling and like you know you're doing it so let's I cannot wait to pick up on that in another episode so stay tuned um (laughs) I would love to know your personal story with hypnosis, how you came to it, what what drew you to this healing modality? Well, my interest in hypnosis started really from doing hypnotherapy myself. Um, I was a big smoker back in my 20s, my early 20s, and, um, you know, got up to smoking a pack a day, which was, you know, incredible when I think about it now. But um, I, you know, tried to quit a few times and just, couldn't do it, would only last a few days. And so I thought, oh, you know, why not try hypnotherapy? Um, and I found this wonderful woman near, near where I live and she she was amazing. And the modality just worked for me. There was something that just really clicked. And I, I had, you know, great success using it to quit smoking. But but beyond that, I mean, I you know, I went back to this woman for various things, you know, over the years and it just for me was really powerful and 
I know, I mean, every therapy has its benefits and, you know, talk therapy. I mean, a lot of the, the, the hypnosis session, mm. a lot of it actually does involve talking as well. It's not just the, the hypnosis part because you need to find out what's underneath the problem. Um, but, but for me, you know, yes, talking about the problem and finding out what's underneath it is one thing, but then how do you actually change it? And that's the big thing. It's like, how, like, what do you do? With the information that you've just gleaned like this this knowledge that you have and for me that's what I really loved about it was was that I then had this tool that I could use and it really showed me how how I have more control over myself than I realized that for me was huge because I always felt like I was being like a pinball machine being you know pinged here and there by life and it was really the first experience I had of, hang on a minute, I've got more control here than than I realized. And of course, there are things that you can't control. You know, the external world is, is happening, but what you can control is your reactions to it and your responses to it. And so, you know, for me, hypnosis was so empowering in that way. Um, and I guess it just kind of, you know, went from there in, in terms of my my interest turning into something that I thought, hang on, I actually want to do this as a career is that crazy you know I've had a number of different um career changes over my life which is you know which I love because I I'm you know interested in a lot of things so I'm not certainly not someone who um will pigeonhole myself into just being one particular thing and you know even now I'm always learning I'm always reading things it's I think it's a really good space to be in that you know you should never think that you know everything or you know enough there's always more there's always a deeper layer particularly when it comes to human behavior and, and healing. And these are things that I'm so interested in. Um, it's, it's always good to be open to learning and, and, and growing yourself. Oh, for sure. And I think that, um, you know, just Alana has already shared with me some things that she's going to wants to work on in the future in terms of um, how to help and hold and, and heal people. So can't wait to start cultivating that, but you came to it because of, you know, for want of a better word, an, an addictive aspect to your life that you felt you had no power over it. And I've definitely heard of other people that I know that have gone to a hypnotherapist for that reason. But what are other reasons people would come and seek your guidance and your holding? Well, anything really with a mental, emotional component can be um worked on so any any sort of perceived block that someone might have um whether it's a fear whether it's you know lack of confidence anxiety is a big one you know there's so much anxiety around at the moment that's that's no no secret and you know i think people are uh, struggling for ways to to manage that um so you know that's definitely something that i've seen in my practice that has increased um, but addictions also, I mean, hypnosis is really well known, I guess, in the space of addictions, particularly for smoking, I think is probably what people uh, know it best for. But really, if you're stuck, I mean, I think this is kind of how I, you know, perceive it myself. Any area of your life where you feel like you're stuck, if you can't by yourself get any further, to me, what that says is that you've got some subconscious patterns that are running in the background that you're not aware of that are preventing you from moving forward. So if we can find what those patterns are 
And we can look at the beliefs and thought patterns, the patterns in consciousness that are kind of holding them up. And then you begin to sort of knock each one of those down. That's how you can begin to move forward. So what I'm always doing, you know, when a client comes in, I'm asking them and looking for the things that keep recurring in their lives because the external is always a reflection of the internal and these subconscious patterns that we run if you don't know you know where are my limiting beliefs where are my subconscious patterns well your life is a printout of your subconscious so have a look at the areas where you're stuck have a look at the patterns that keep coming back and that shows you well this is you know what I need to look at and then you can ask yourself well what would I need to believe about myself for this to be true you know um, like I'll give you an example. Um, I had a client recently who who kept feeling like she was being disrespected. So at work, felt like she was being disrespected by her boss, by her coworker. Um, kept getting to relationships with men who were disrespecting her, or she felt were disrespecting her. And and whilst those people, yes, they you know they're responsible for their own behaviour, but it's important to kind of notice that the common denominator in all of that is you. So, you know, why are you there? And what what are you believing about yourself or about other people or about life generally that is continuing that pattern, you know, that is that is perpetuating that pattern? So then you might look at things like, well, you know, I don't I don't value my own opinion. I don't have a lot of self-confidence. I can't set boundaries or I can't defend those boundaries. So, so you know, that's that's then what you'd be what you'd be looking for um, that then needs to be shifted in the hypnosis session. Uh, and that was sense. absolutely my experience with you. So I went to um into the session with you originally thinking I wanted to work on a certain behavior. It was um a behavior issue for me. And then actually from our chat, what really came out of it was a lack of um, confidence in my self-belief, which, you know, sounds Mm. crazy because I would never have said that on the surface of things, you know, I forged through life, but, and, and all these fears that came up and programming and how triggered I get from past experiences from, um, you know, leading or speaking or asserting, I guess. And that's what the actual hypnosis aspect of the appointment was about. Nothing to Mm. do actually with what I came in, well, what I perceived came in with because you were able to through your questioning and your holding and, and the conversation to get to the root energetic or subconscious maybe cause or factor that was con- that was manifesting in these other ways completely unrelated yeah and that's that's often what happens actually people come in for one reason um but then as you're kind of deep diving you find that there's actually another kernel there's something else that really is the thing that needs to be worked on um and sometimes you know it's a shock for me as well like i I also have to make sure that I don't have preconceived ideas about what someone's problem is, you know, or what's underneath someone's problem to really try and remove any any judgment that I might have and just really deal with the person in front of me exactly as they are. And and often a session will go in, in a completely different um, 
direction than than I had anticipated. And I think a lot of it too is intuitive for me. Once I start doing the hypnosis, I mean, you know, the, the question and answer bit at the beginning is is a bit more kind of analytical. But then once the hypnosis part starts, I close my eyes and I'm I'm just speaking and I'm speaking from a deeper part of myself. And it really is that feeling that that something else has taken over. And and I love it. You know, it took me a while to actually trust that guidance and to actually just let the session go where it wants to go because you're, you're taught to practice in one way. And so in the beginning, you're trying to do, you know, do everything correctly and do it by the book. But then the more you do it, the more you realise actually I can trust myself to just flow with this and that there is often a higher intelligence working through you. And they're the sessions that I love the most. And, you know, I always get surprised about, about how it happens. And, and that's when clients tend to have the biggest breakthroughs too. And that is why Alana is on the Light Palm Collective because <laughs> he is intuitive in the way that she works. And this is why I say I want to curate and bring you the best of the best because, yes, can anyone go and learn to be a clinical hypnotherapist? Absolutely. Can they be great at it? Absolutely. But we want the best of the best in that, no, we allow that, you know, you said that universal intelligence to come through that is greater than all of us and it's pure truth to really help guide so talk us through a session if if you know you were going to come to a hypnosis session what happens in it so the first session well the first part of the session is is I guess me getting to know the client giving the client an opportunity to tell their story because there's always power in telling the story and that also gives me some clues as to you know why they're here and then I'm always trying to go deep. So getting an idea of the framework of this problem or issue, you know, what's underneath it? Because there's the symptom that people come for and then there are the the, the deeper kind of issues. So the, the question and answer um, part of the therapy is is really just doing that, that deep dive. And when I'm talking to someone, I'm always looking for what am I going to hit in the hypnosis part of it? You know, what what is underpinning this problem or this issue that they've got? And so, you know, sometimes there'll be, I mean, there are certain similarities definitely, you know, when people come in with, with anxiety or an addiction or something like that, there are certainly, you know, you do see similarities and there are particular ways that you would pretty much always handle that. Uh, but then there are the things that are, particular to um you know that that person and you also need to choose a style for the hypnosis that is going to resonate for that particular person because you know everyone is different in terms of what will shift one person and shift another person so that's also what what I need to um that's a decision that I need to make as as a the hypnotherapist what is going to really shift this person and give them the insight that they need. So after that first part of the session, then we do the hypnosis bit, uh, which is basically the the client is guided through, it's all through um, talking, so gently guided into a state of deep relaxation and internal focus. 
And then it's it's me talking, it's me giving suggestions, it's using metaphor, it's using different hypnotic techniques, depending on, you know, what I feel is working and what my intuition tells me to do. So I record all of the sessions because that's the other thing with the subconscious mind. It loves repetition. So it's really important to keep listening to the session to get the greatest benefit from it. And that's really how you get deep into the subconscious mind through repetition. And if you think about how long it's taken you to formulate particular beliefs and thought patterns, well, is it going to shift in one session? Well, probably not. I mean, you know, keep listening to it. You know, if you want those benefits to continue, you need to keep listening to the recording. And you'll hear different things every time you listen to it because the way hypnosis works is when you're in that state, you hear some things and then you don't hear other things. You know, your mind wanders a little bit, then it comes back, it goes deep, it goes up. So it's not, the trance state is not like just a solid, you know, experience. It it will kind of go lighter and deeper through various, various um, parts of the hypnosis. So every time you listen to the recording, people say to me, you know, oh, I, I didn't hear you say that the first time. I didn't hear you say that. And I only just realized that, you know, you said this bit. So that's why definitely repetition is key to getting really deep, lasting changes. Yeah, so good. And and when you use that word trance state, that's definitely the state I, you know, swap out the word meditation for because that's how I personally meditate with, you mm. know, energetically in that trance state. So all our moon members who do that on a guided meditation or guided trance state every new and full moon um, in the guided meditation, as I call it, are so used to that state. So it's it's something that a lot of listeners here and in this community already do, but how amazing That's to awesome. have it guided specifically for you to really hone in on a subconscious patterning or loop that you just happen to be trapped in. So nothing to be afraid of. It's actually just really relaxing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And hypnosis has been described as meditation with a goal. Yeah. Nice. So people who people who are meditators tend to be will just drop quite naturally into that hypnotic state. Um, and then if you're not a meditator, you can still get there, but it just takes a little bit more guidance to to, to get there. But I certainly notice that with clients who regularly meditate, they're just bang straight, straight there. They're straight in, um, which is, which is great. Makes my job a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> and we always love that. So, you know, yeah. for those people that their interest is sparked, I know that there's so much more that we can talk about and we will, we'll obviously have Alana back on the podcast, but we, you know, she's featured a lot on our socials um, and just, just dropping pearls of wisdom all the time. So, you know, get familiar with her there, but where can we find you? Where can we work with you? So my website is alanacarlson.com. My name is spelled a very funny way. So it's A-L-A-R-N-A-C-A-R-L-S-O-N.com. And then on Instagram, I'm alanacarlson underscore hypno. Perfect. And obviously you book Alana through the Light Path. Yes, through the Light Light Path Collective. Yeah, so she's there. So you can do sessions remotely or in person with Alana. But, you know, I'd highly recommend it for for those of us in the community that are really serious about shedding the layers. And here is just another brilliant and very powerful modality with which to do that. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I would love to share, have you had uh, an experience with hypnosis before? Have you worked with Alana? Go head over to the Light Path community um, space on Facebook and share your thoughts, share your experiences there. And as I said, look out for Alana across all our socials. Check it out at lightpathcollective.com. And as always... Reach out to Alana if you've got any questions, any concerns. She's always there to help you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alana. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Kirsten. You're welcome. Until next time, you know, watch your thoughts. See what comes up for you. Could be a really interesting little assignment for you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, sharing lots of love and lots of light. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.